0: IT'S BAD ANIME Hello everybody, I'm John, And I'm Rob. And this is Bad Anime, the podcast where we decide, Is is this anime anime bad? bad? And today, we are actually doing a podcast of my recommendation. We're doing this again, and I love how you keep throwing more stuff at me. I knew nothing about this going in, except the only thing you told me is, It's getting traction. I'm like, okay. And you're like, (laughs) let's do three episodes. Okay. Yep. I I think it, it kind of contrary, like no no no, in line with what I usually recommend. Mm. It is usually a series that is uh, very popular, very surface level, and very low hanging fruit. And today, <laughs> 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 I've seen just a lot of people talking about this show. I've been talked to about this show quite a lot. Okay, when I was at um, I was at uh, Crunchyroll uh expo which we have to to talk about more in depth at some point we do i have stories (laughs) um and there was one point where people were talking about ranking of kings and i I kept hearing about this show continuously because it premiered like october 2021 right and it ran through the first season uh march 2022 okay so relatively recent yeah and I kept hearing about it for its entire run. So I was like, all right, let's maybe get into it. Let's see if it's any good. Let's hit it with the old three episode rule, baby. I love when we do this. Yeah. So we we got to like check it out, check out the first three episodes and see if we want to stick with it or see if we don't want to stick with it. And I think this one was particularly interesting because of all the things I was hearing about it from people, but also on TikTok, but also in right. different like Reddit communities and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's really been everywhere. It's getting memed out the ass too. I could see that mm-hmm. based on the th- first three episodes of Alone, I can immediately see why people would meme the absolute balls out of this one right it makes sense because it, it is like I gotta say first first off to get into it here sure. let's, let's just go A dive right let's in. just dive right in. It is very visually appealing. you think so I think so. It's very bright and colorful that's mm-hmm. what I've noticed um, and there was there was definitely an element of let's let's just say they emphasize visual t- storytelling more so over mm-hmm. dialogue in some yes. in some cases. There was a very heavily reliance on motion instead of plot, which I did enjoy. Mm-hmm. Which it, makes a lot of sense because, mm-hmm. like the character, the main character Boji is mute yes. and also deaf. Yep. Um, so he just spends so you, the entire show kind of wailing. So you kind of have to. <laughs> you kind of have to listen, <laughs> emphasize everything else but sound. <laughs> yeah. So that's our fucking Boji. Boji. <laughs> First off, when I once I heard the main character's name, I just started laughing a little bit. But by the end of the third episode, I'm like, Boji! Let's fucking go, Boji! Boji! Boji is also, the first thing I noticed, and the thing that I didn't stop noticing, which they make very clear to you, is that Boji is very small. He is tiny. Even for a child, he is very, very small. And it's also, it's just further emphasized by the fact his father is a literal giant. Yeah, his dad. <laughs> every time boji has a scene with his dad who's king boss i believe yep every time they have a scene boji just crawls into this man's hand yes (laughs) and like he fits like on the tip of his finger the same way like a speck of dirt or dust or in my case buffalo sauce would fit on my finger Buffalo. (laughs) i have a very particular (laughs) like method to the madness that is my life are you okay sorry to take things off track it's fine wings yeah how do you like them what sauce do you want on them um, I'm usually just a buffalo medium kind of guy. Buffalo medium. Yeah, just a medium. I respect that. Medium respect buffalo. That. I'm, not, I'm not too adventurous. Sometimes, you know, if I'm in a, like a wing place, I know that it's quality. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll throw some, I'll get some, some of them, maybe throw in some garlic parm. Oh, okay. Very nice. Like a, a buffalo wild witness garlic parm. That so good. It's so I, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to, uh discredit everywhere else that does it but dude, the best garlic parm wing sauce i've had is probably a buffalo wild wings it's just fucking fire it is so creamy it's so garlicky it's got a little bit of heat to it which i need and yeah that's just the be- legitimately the best garlic parm sauce i've had i've even one point tried to recreate it at home i saw a bunch of youtube cooks making it. i'm like i don't have these ingredients <laughs> I, I don't could, have any of that <laughs> i could go buy it but i didn't there you go i just kept going to buffalo wild just wings. kept going and that, everybody, concludes our ad for Buffalo Wild Wings. Back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> that segment was sponsored to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. Eat our food. No, don't go to that one. It's closed. Don't go to the one next to that one. That one's also closed. Go, go to the one three towns from you. That one's still open somehow. Probably. <laughs> and by Kraft American Singles. Is it cheese? Is it cheese? No. Oh. <laughs> So, so Boji's a boy. Boji's a small boy. He's um, a prince. He probably likes chicken wings. I would say he's a garlic <laughs> parm kind of guy. He um, seems like a mild guy. Mild. Give him the mild. He might even like the dry rub. He on could there. like a dry rub. <laughs> okay, I wondered which ones were to crack first. <laughs> Had the phrase dry rub. Just the and I was happy that it wasn't me. Dry this. rub <laughs> sent me back, baby. <laughs> All the way to middle school. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Um, sorry, yeah, Boji. Um, so Boji touched me in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> gave me a dry rub in the back of the Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, sorry. So wait, um, okay, this episode has just been a cry for help. <laughs> We're gonna come back in three, two, one, and you know who consistently cries for help? Boji, Bo- uh, because that's all he can do. <laughs> well, he doesn't really even really do that. funny enough. Yeah, he does. Um, he's just kind of a hat. Generally speaking, he's a determined little fuck, but in the best of ways. He's very yeah. bright eyed, little naive, mm-hmm. and um, he kind of like fits the role. To me, it, it kind of fits the role of classic anime protagonist, but mm. with a little bit of like a a, a swing to it because. Mm. He doesn't exactly have a lot of advantages in his life, even though he is uh, storyline-wise, he is the prince of the kingdom yeah. um, of King Boss, who is uh, ranked number seven, I yeah. believe, in the ranking of kings. Yeah, that's the whole um, thing. That's the whole underlying. Um, it's it kind of like it's more the setting more so than the straightforward narrative. It it's is. just this where that, and and like the, the kind of the background motivation is that Boji wants to right. be king and he wants to be the highest ranking of the kings. Exactly. They don't really go too deep in these three episodes about how. The king ranking system is determined. Right. What I kind of liked, it let it le- good. It let us get to know the characters first before we went too heavy with the story. Exactly. Because it, it really did. Like these first three episodes really did dive into those characters a lot, mm. um, which I, I thought was pretty exciting. You know, me being somebody that loves a plot line. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I was like, wow, okay, each every episode felt like a very intentional, like, okay, we're focusing on Boji for this episode. Yes. We're focusing on Kage yep. for the second episode. And the third episode is kind of more of a deep dive into the inner workings of the princedom and the it's, kingdom. Exactly. You learn about the dynamics between um, uh, Boji and his younger brother. Dida. 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 I was, about, I was about to say Daimon. I'm like, not right. Dida. Dida? God. Joffrey ass motherfucker. He, okay, so there was big Joffrey Lannister energy there with that one. Big jo- Joffrey. Joffrey. Baratheon. So. Joffrey Baratheon, yeah. Well, same, same, but different. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So Six to one, half dozen the other. Boji is, uh, doesn't look as inbred as Dida. No, uh, <laughs> But he is the son of the king. And then Prince Dida, his younger brother, but is also taller than him, um, is the son of. The King Boss, but also King Boss has a new wife. Yeah. Who's blonde. Um, I don't remember her name in particular. Uh, Helena? Helena? Yeah. Helena? Something like that. I think something like that. Helena. I think it was Helena. I think was, I, I, no, I think I think that's a <laughs> my chemical romance song. <laughs> <laughs> Helena. Yeah, uh, uh, maybe. It was either Helena or something. Mm. I don't remember. But anyway, let's just call her Helena. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, Helena's um a boss's uh new queen and It's shown uh, in a scene I really liked. I think it might have been the Mm -hmm. third episode. They showed a great scene where um, she was really trying to get along with Mm Boji. But then um, eventually she got pregnant with Dida and just kind of like, you know, kind of of threw Boji to the side. You might call it cliche. I understand that. Mm -hmm. But, you know. I guess I was in the right frame of mind when I was watching the three episodes, and I'm like, okay, again, a little tug on my heartstrings there. Good job ranking. Yeah, kings. I thought it was pretty interesting. They did a lot of tugging on heartstrings because I, I think they did a really good job with each episode of the first three of kind of putting it on a character. Like as I mentioned, the first episode was very Boji centric. It was very Boji centric. Just kind of getting across who he is, the fact that he is, um, the fact that he is uh, deaf and mute, and the mm-hmm. fact that he's he wants to be king. You learn about him right. really through Kage, who is part of the Shadow Clan. So picture this, everybody: he's a black puddle with arms. He's basically an unknown from Pokemon. Yes, but who slides around on the ground. Yeah, and he has like appendages that pop out of said ground. He they think he's an assassin at first, but no, he's he's just he tries to mug Boji. Yes, he basically tries to mug Boji, but then Boji he realizes that Boji can't talk. Yeah, but Boji can understand what he's saying by his movements from his shadow mouth. Yeah, (laughs) um, so he Boji picks up on what he's saying. And starts to kind of enjoy his company, Kage's company, because Kage is the first person to really care about Boji and take an interest, even if that interest is I want to rip you off, (laughs) and also just to treat Boji like a person instead of just like an affliction, right? Because you know, since since he's deaf and mute, people don't people are kind of like stop treating him like an actual person right and they, since he's also the prince like i imagine a lot of people don't really want to get involved with the royal family stuff a know? lot of coddling in, in yeah. Boji's life so he, mm-hmm. he forms a genuine connection with the guy who's trying to mug him mm-hmm. so and he mugs him in the probably the funniest of ways because yeah. he's like hey kid you got any money and boji's like nah Mah. and <laughs> and he's like well you got. I see you got clothes on I'll just take all of your clothes and Boji's like yeah sure dude <laughs> and Boji just excitedly him, strips very excitingly strips for this black puddle <laughs> and he gives him all of his clothing and then Boji walks home naked like three times yeah because he just, he just keeps coming back to give him more clothes and the cock is like he's a good kid <laughs> Like this kid's nice. Yeah, this kid's a good kid. And then, He's actually just genuinely enjoys hanging out with me, even though I sell all of his royal clothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he gets by with, with selling royal clothing, and then I forget how certain events. Yeah, certain events transpire, mm-hmm. and this actually comes to. Um, so by the first episode, by the time it ends, we learn a lot of about actually. Kage is very useful in the first episode because right. he'd repeat everything Boji said to him. It's like, "What you're saying this exactly?" Then cite the light of dialogue, exactly. and Boji was excited to go, "Hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm." So that was the first episode, and then the second episode they gave us Kage's backstory, and I and I that's where I got interested. I'm like, "Damn it!" Because in the first episode I was yeah. kind of sitting there going, "All right, it's cute, pretty, you right. see how people like it." It's mm-hmm. Dozing off a little bit. Uh-huh. Second episode, they show Kage's backstory about his family of assassins, and then gets brutally killed in front of them. Yeah. And and yeah. In, and that is actually um, a note for the future about this show, too, because at least in the conversations I've had with people, I I I had I, I spoke with a friend of mine uh, nice. a week ago. Right? I have a friend. Whoa! Um, I, I know. Outside of this. Right? Humble brag. I, sorry, bro. Um, <laughs> I just have other friends, you know? Uh, but I, I, I can't I, wait to go to the bathroom later and cry. Yeah. And touch dicks. What? What? Um, I talked to this guy a, few, a week ago. Um... And we were chatting, and, and I was like, hey, you know, like, I, I really I watched the, th- the first three episodes of Ranking of Kings, and I feel like this show has the ability to get very violent very soon. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, actually... Just wait, because you're right. And I was like, oh, because the first episode didn't really have much in the way of like no violence, but this Kage episode had a lot of like blood and stuff. And he was yes. like, Kage, uh, of course, like his he was running away with his mom. Yeah, and then they got cornered by a bunch of people that looked like um oh man, looked like uh alpha nine from uh <laughs> darling in the franks and they were all like, any blonde pretentious anime character is now alpha nine to you exactly iota iota and they were so like, yeah, a bunch of, picture a bunch of alpha nines on horseback and they stab this poor creature to death yeah and they just and it looks so sad when they kill a black puddle yeah. because when they kill like anybody from the shadow clan they just turn into like a sad pancake yeah. and <laughs> a sad burnt pancake it is so it is very heart-wrenching uh even though it's not like a human being killed, it's like a, a small black pancake. Yeah. But it's it's still at the same time it is so like sad to see. Right. And of course, like Kage's running away and Kage's just a child. And he's running away, and these these people protect him and yeah. say that he ran into the woods. When in reality, he's just like in the girl's shadow, in this little right, girl's right. shadow. And the uh, the iotas come up. I mean, the the alphas, <laughs> the alphas come up, and they're like, "Have you the seen nines? You mean the nines? Yeah, <laughs> We're gonna keep the joke the going. Nines, right. Make sure it's consistent. Thank <laughs> you so much. So zero two gets out of the darling. Boku <laughs> no so um, so darling da. So all of the nines come up to them and they're like where is that shadow monster did you see where it went and they're all and the 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 old man and the little girl are like no No. it probably went into that dark forest and they're like well we're not going in there (laughs) so then they all turn tail and leave and then the and then when you sound like little caribos version of of, of tristan Tristan timothy taylor (laughs) (laughs) i actually was talking about Yu Gi Oh bridge yesterday so that did come up really i was a friend of mine. What I was don't this? Know. What, did you have this conversation in two thousand nine? Was yesterday two thousand nine? Possibly. Been, I don't know. Possibly. I did listen to a lot of my Chemical Romance yesterday, so I mean, it, it does check out. Jokes on you. Everyone, this podcast is actually recorded two thousand ten. So we're guessing on everything that's happening yeah, right now. We read the manga. Yeah. Future. <laughs> so, ba- back to this. Um, back to the stabbing. Um that, <laughs> that So the nines, they see. They see the the old man and the little girl, then they turn away, and then when they turn away, Kage sees his mom mm-hmm. stabbed through her eye, yeah. being carried away. Impaled on the spear, yeah. Oh my god, it was so And he starts to wail and cry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the girl next to him starts to cry to cover it up, up yeah. the sound. I was like, oh my god. And then Kage... Finds himself in another town slash city. Yeah. And he starts uh, hanging out with this guy. This, he meets this guy at a bar, I guess. Yeah. And this guy wants to use him to commit, like, crimes, crimes yeah. and, you know, and steal money. And he's given, like, f- like, scraps of food. In exchange, yeah. And a place of sleep. And he gives him, like, nothing. But the the craziest part about that whole thing was that, like, Kage was getting treated like shit. He, he made, like, maybe one thirtieth of everything that he did for this man, like, yeah. money-wise. And, like, at night when they're both sleeping, like, he's, like, touching this man's hand. He, like, feels – he's, like, it's, like, a father that I need right now. Like, a genuine figure for him. And I was, like, oh, that's just so depressing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was so much because the whole time I was, like, this man treats him like shit, but it's all he has. Oh, it really hurt. Yeah. And then uh, the guy uh, saw – kage on a wanted ad mm-hmm. so then he called like i don't know maybe not called i didn't think i saw a phone Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> but he let somebody know that he was hiding the unknown from pokemon in his house yeah and the entire like uh, royal guard came to find him and they chased after him and they paid the guy handsomely for like yeah. outing this uh person from the shadow clan yeah or like alleged assassin and uh yeah, he, he was like, oh, I don't need you anymore. Like you, I never needed you, and it's very sad. And then he dies. Yeah. Jeez, what a backstory! What a what a what a backstory for for the black shadow creature. So, yes. So right. that, I was I was pulled in by that, just seeing like the trials and tribulations of this little shadow. Right. And what made me pull for him harder was around the same time this expo- like this kind of backstory was happening. Episode two. Yeah. Um, we meet more of Dida mm-hmm. because. Uh, boji is training with like a swordsman domas 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 D- you know she's training with swordsman and Dida's like i want to fight boji and D- uh, D- domas is like no not yet son boji needs time he's like i'll fight you then yeah. so do D- doesn't die to have a fight and it goes i forget exactly what transpires there but then next thing you know, Domus like wins that fight, yeah. but he's like, Dida's pretty damn good, y'all. And yeah, Dida gets angry as hell and wants to keep fighting, but then Boji grabs like the wooden sword. Yeah. So Boji and, and Dida start fighting, and that's what really spur- spurs um Kage into action, because he hears that, and he just wants to make sure Bro- Boji's okay. Yeah, because he's like... He follows Boji into the palace that day. Y- yep. Cuz he wants to allegedly steal more things and mm-hmm. you know, sell them and hawk them and uh, for his own well-being. But it's very clear he just wants to be closer to Boji. Yeah. Oh, it was sweet. It's adorable <laughs> because he's just in there watching uh, now Boji fight Dida and he's like, "Oh my god, Boji's going to fight? Let's go, Boji!" Yeah, you yeah, yeah, he's the side. "Let's go, Boji!" I'm like, "Wow, adorable." <laughs> so, but then uh Dida's um but it's crazy cuz this I love it when stuff like this really plays into the characters, um, mm-hmm. when when their backstory, trials and tribulations play into combat in some variety. Because yeah. it's very clear, Boji, since he, his entire communication is based on reading movements, mm-hmm. he's a very good swordsman. Yes. Because he just dodges like hell and then nips people kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, gets like quick strikes in. Mm-hmm. But well, they keep saying, like, he doesn't have enough strength and, like, kind of, like, that nerve to hit, to, like, right. really get, hit decisive blows. He can't, like, he can't end the fight, really. He can pro- he can defend himself. He can defend himself very well. He can dodge. He dodges everything Dida does in the yeah. entire fight, which frustrates Dida and everybody else in the audience. It's kind of that classic moment of, yeah. whoa. Exactly. Man, I didn't know that Boji could do this. Exactly. Yeah. But then anime high school locker room yes. fights. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Ex- any Dragon Ball Z fight. Yes. Ever. Yeah. Um. And Boji is dodging all these moves, but exactly like what you said, he can't land any decisive blows because yeah. he like just kind of taps Daita. Yeah, a little tap, and which pisses Daita off, but it doesn't exactly hurt him at all. Yeah. So Daita just keeps going, and Boji keeps dodging. Mm. And then, of course, Kage's on the side also saying, go Boji, and he's yeah. really excited. But then Domus, at one point, sign, makes sign language to yeah. Boji, Yeah. And Boji gets really distraught. Yeah. And apparently it's revealed afterwards that he said that um, your technique is a disgrace and unbecoming of a king. Oh. And wow. So Boji, so D- Domus basically says to Boji that you have to trade blows with Dida. Yeah. In order to have an actual fight, like the yes. way that kings fight. Yes. And this leads to Boji getting just knackered. Yeah, <laughs> just wrecked. M- messed up. By Dida. Oh my God! Dida's just big, pointy dick nose it's just, just sh- ruins Boji. Also, yeah, Dida looks so stupid. He I looks mean, <laughs> so stupid. They really make him easily hateable. Th- there's that thing. Look at that. Boy. That's thing. That's the thing. That's why I laughed and said the show is visually appealing because I just thought all the characters look so stupid. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> they do. <laughs> they look dumb. I love it. No. Nice. And yeah, Dida just beats the garbage out of Boji. And then at the end of the fight, they're like, oh my God, we need like a medical team. We're on Boji right now. He just so got bo- So, so Boji's all taped up in like a hospital type type bed. You know, yeah. you know it's just like a medieval version of that it's just like a big wooden room pretty much and then it's the same thing that they put rio in in mm-hmm. um in spirit chronicles rio <laughs> gonna keep bringing back my boy so but then at one point kage is like i'm sticking by your side boji no matter what and yeah. then it's like okay this is our this is our team yep this is our team of two but it gets broken up pretty quickly after that yeah because it, in the i believe it's somewhere in the second or third episode around that time so while Kage is in the palace, he's consistently running from this guy called Bebin. Yeah, Bebin is kind of Dida's lackey of sorts. Yeah, he's a swordsman with a big snake fetish. Yeah, and he kind of runs around the palace it's trying. to... He's a big old mustache that reminds me of a snake. He does, and he uses snakes to attack uh, Kage while he's in the palace. Yeah, so Kage is kind of running away from this guy at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bebin, being the snake edge lord, um, eventually <laughs> corners. Um, corners kage yeah and kind of takes him away right uh from uh boji mm-hmm. and boji obviously misses kage like the day after he wakes up which by the way the queen uh helena yeah uh helena whatever her name is heals him yeah because um, apparently she was healing magic out of nowhere out of just somewhere she just turned green then healed him like i didn't know that was and a then thing. she just passes out yeah weird but i guess we'll get an explanation on that but, but it's the redo healer magic <laughs> no it is not rob (laughs) no it is not there is no magic like the redo of healer magic heal heal oh god i'm a broken man (laughs) you were shaking when i mentioned that if i knew if i remember the main character's name i'd say it but they it was like 17 different things why do i is it something like kauru or something like that no, that was... The, the the name of the gray-haired man in Evangelion that was there for two episodes. Yeah, that was Kauru. That Shinji almost made out with. Yeah, that's Kauru. Ava month! Ava <laughs> month! Oh, yeah, that happened. Sweet. No, ano month. <laughs> oh, oh ano month, yeah. Oops. It's okay, dog. <laughs> Mimi's in attack mode. She's in attack mode. We mentioned redo of healer. Uh, but anyways... You, so you f- trained her well. Queen heals boji yep. and then boji wakes up and kage has gone oh. so boji is thinking well boji uh, figures out where kage went because um well kind of where kage went because he kind of stumbles into like a snake temple yeah. it, under the palace or something with this giant like five-headed snake is like hey boji remember that time you saved my life and i'm like what the fuck is yeah. That? Yeah. <laughs> and boji just yells a few times right and then the snake lord is tells him oh yeah they took kage away like you got to go find him and you can go on a journey to find him right and boji's like cool and he tries to get the queen he tries to convince the queen all episode yeah to basically let him go on this journey but there's a little problem in the middle because yeah. the king dies he just he just croaks he just dies yeah. king boss dies and when he dies there's a giant Satan? Devil? Yeah, there's a black cloud that comes out of his mouth, and then Satan shows up and then leaves without any explanation. It it looked like him from Powerpuff Girls, and I was really into it. Him. Him. And so that was just random. I'm sure we're going to get some explanation for that for the rest of the series. But... Yeah. So that happened. So now, obviously, they have to choose who the next king is. Yeah. And technically, bloodline-wise, it is Boji. Well, and it's crazy because in the king's will, he leaves it to Boji. Yes. But... Helena says, nope. Mm-hmm. And then they go to a vote. Yep. I love the way they play it out here because they basically go to the commencement ceremony to announce the next king, and they announce Dida. And then right. they show the backstory they of the vote that happened because Helena vetoed the, the king's will and they had a vote. Mm-hmm. It was five to two. Yep. So five of them voted for Dida, two for Boji. Yep. And Domus was one of the people that voted for Dida. Yep. Ooh. Domas was a great undercover heel because he you because you wanted to cheer for him, but you know they just they said nah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I had in my notes early on uh, hmm. exactly verbatim. Domas is a true homie. Yeah, true. And homie. then later in my mo- later in my notes, I, I I drew an arrow to that comment, and then I just wrote nah nah. <laughs> <laughs> the boy's a homie hopper. <laughs> He's a homie hopper. He ch- he flips sides, Fli- flips sides quicker than Big Show at any given point in his career. I was also gonna mention Big Show. <laughs> I I knew it was on the tip of your tongue. I could feel it from here. I could we- see the tip. Yeah, it's the Big Show. Mm-hmm. And it- on the third episode of this Big Show, mm-hmm. um, Boji. Was obviously just absolutely floored by this, and Dida's now king. And yeah. Dida also talks to this weird mirror thing sometimes. There, there's a black mirror that, like, yeah, is saying, "You will be king." Yes, it's it's, it's all going according to my plans, Dida. Yeah, Iota, Iota. Yeah, it's it's the mirror from Snow White. I mean, it's just it's, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How to describe. Pretty much. So yeah, and then, then Boji basically Boji pulls a Rio and says, "I, right, I'm about to head out." So he literally... I'm about to leave. So he takes off his crown. He puts on his adventurer's garb. It's yep. like, I'm leaving. And then the queen's like, no, 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 you're not leaving. Look, if you want to, go see my family. Here's Dolmas Kage, and uh, some other dude I have. Yeah. That's the first time we meet him. Yeah, because this, this other dude uh, was watching the fight between Boji yeah. and uh, Daida. Yep. And he was thinking the whole time, or he was saying to himself the whole time that, oh, man, like I can't believe boji's this good yeah. so he probably wanted to go with boji yeah, exactly like his first maybe follower of yeah, sorts yeah, yeah. for and, kingship and it's great because now we have that uh kind of almost like a video game scenario of now the journey begins yeah that's kind of where they leave the third episode on it's yeah. like boji's gonna go on a little adventure and we'll see what happens try to find kage but there knows. is the great um underlying theme where um Dida wants the two that sided against him to die yes that's right and then what's his name gets killed um oh. beban gets killed by one of the guys who voted for boji yes I, I forget that guy's name but he he's like kind of bald he has yeah. a big staff yeah, yeah. and he he's is... very no nonsense very loyal to the king yes he's K- very like noble yeah lo- and, like and, very loyal to the king and exactly. the read i got on it was he's just basically wanting to follow the king's wishes verbatim exactly he's so, not like i i, I would I, I guess that makes sense because he didn't really seem like a big proponent of boji necessarily but more of a proponent the of, king's of like, honor. the king's wishes must be carried out so yeah so he kills Bevan which was great because yeah, Bevan was obnoxious pretty sick so that was a pretty cool moment um and that's really where it ends and that's like the subtle intrigue going on in the background there's there is this mm-hmm. political basically a political drama happening yeah while Boji says I want to go off and play so yeah that's the kind of dichotomy of the story mm-hmm. we got Helena's all stuff so mm-hmm. we're left with a very interesting setup for the rest of this series mm-hmm. very curious to see what they do with it exactly um I I think it it really did put us in a good place um, Mm. after that third episode because it really set up the story nicely, set up the characters nicely, gave us a good... Oh, it's Queen Hilling. 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 Ah. Ah. Faith Hilling. Faith Hilling. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah um but yeah i I think it really set us up really well for the rest of the show yeah because now or the rest of the season because now we have okay they're setting out for an adventure and we know what kind of to expect next yeah um at least in terms of what's happening not in terms of what's actually going to happen like all of all the options there's so much variety there exactly which is which is really cool which is cool so yeah i mean that's pretty much the end of the sum up of the whole thing and the summary of the first three episodes but uh Rob, what, what what did you think about it? What did, I I remember recall you saying that you were kind of the first episode. You were like, okay, it's like cute, but like there's no real edge or anything. By the third episode, did you uh, did you start to enjoy it a little more? Oh, definitely did. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the only note I said during the first episode is, "I'm bored and this is dumb." <laughs> <laughs> um, because it was so cute, and you know I didn't give it a chance at first. It was almost a little saccharine, almost sure, a, almost a little cloying at some mm-hmm. points because it seemed so sweet and sentimental. Yes, mm-hmm. you know and the art style had a lot to do with me because it was so the art style is inherently very cute it is very cute yeah. so i at first i was a little going like all right let's get let's mm-hmm. get something here yeah then the last two episodes it really boost up the intrigue and it, if so for me it's kind of like more like the i guess you could say the devilman crybaby scenario where mm-hmm. it's like the art style put me off in the uh, originally i see but yeah. then i came around to it because i listened to the characters and, t- and like and i heard the story going on here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I, I pretty quickly turned around. The Kage episode was the first one to really grab me. Oh, yeah. And then seeing all this intrigue around Boji. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Boji's fun. It's a little annoying to keep hearing him wail the entire time. Yeah. That can get a little grating. Yeah. But it, it is I, a little grating. But, you know, I got to give credit to the show here. The first three episodes were really well constructed in terms of giving us a satisfactory arc. Mm-hmm. Actually, a few different satisfactory arcs. Totally. A few different introductions to these characters. And you know what? I had a good time. Yeah, I had a good time. I was emotionally invested more so than I thought I'd be. So that mm-hmm. was that was a nice um, surprise there. Um, you know what? The show is just pretty damn good. Yeah, pretty damn yeah. good. And in terms now, the question is, am I in or out? Yeah. And are so, you in or are you out? See, this one was really tough. You're going to continue or are you going to? You know what? If you ask me in the middle of by the end of episode one, I'm like, yeah, no, uh-huh. I'm good. Uh-huh. But now I'm so fucking curious. I'm going to give this a, more, a couple more episodes and see yeah. where I see where I am. All right. Because this is just cool and fun. And, you know, there's a couple of characters who are gripping me, and I want to see how those stories progress a little bit. Mm-hmm. I might get bored. I don't know. But for now, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, there you, you go. So for now, I'm in. That's good. Very good. So it was a good ranking of your kings. Uh, this king ranked pretty well. That's very nice to hear. That is very nice to hear. Um, For me, I I liked the first episode quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think after after the first episode, I was like, okay, like I... I wasn't exactly bored with it or anything, and I did like the art style quite a lot. I thought it was cute, but like a yeah. nice cutesy yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, I, I can get behind this. But I think when the second episode came, that was really the edge that I needed. Oh I yeah, feel totally. Like, totally. Because it, at any at some point, I was I was thinking to myself, is this a show for children? Yeah. Because I mean, it could be a show for children, and like that's fine. It's still theory- It's still pretty. It's still pretty age appropriate. Sure, anyone. I think yeah. it's pretty age appropriate. But at a certain point, that when in the second episode, you're seeing themes like you know, like a the murder of, the vicious murder of yeah. a parent. You're yeah. seeing kind of like attachment to criminals. Yep. You're seeing like people trying to struggle for what they're worth. And you're seeing like some forms of like discrimination towards the Shadow Clan and right, stuff. And right, right, like, right. Okay, this had a little bit of edge to it now. And I'm, mm. I'm kind of a lot more intrigued with this. Yeah. And then by the time the third episode came when they, when they said, and the new king will be King Dida. I went, <gasps> ugh. <laughs> so for me my reaction was a little different it wasn't that it was like yeah let's go let's go I was a little, I was a little pumped. I'm like, all right let's see how you guys got here yeah i respect the road here let's see give me some more insight how we got here and i kind of like the 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 delve into the politics of the kingship yeah very game of thrones-esque oh, definitely some some that one scene yeah. with um queen hilling yeah and all the other guys in the room right. voting and deciding on who's yes. going to be the next king yes 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 I thought that was pretty cool and interesting and i love the politics of it all and i love the idea that they're going on an adventure now and i think I, i'm definitely in yeah. um it took me a lot i wanted to i was going to continue watching the next episode actually after i finished the third episode but i had to move on to other things for the podcast uh, instead nice so i restrained myself but i am happily going to continue i really wanted to actually do the whole first season but usually the seasons we do are like Twelve episodes, and right. this one's like I think twenty something, twenty three, maybe. So 24? we, so, so we have twenty episodes left. So maybe let's just watch the whole rest of it, and let's come back to it. We totally could. Let's we do could that. Do the whole first season. I mean, we could even do that before the second season comes out, which I'm assuming is going to be sometime next year or something. Let's like do that. it. Let's just finish up the show. Ooh. Well, you hear, you hear, folks. We're in uh, in the near future. Expect the the uh, rest of Ranking of Kings. And we are one, two, three, four. Dead wow oh my god what a rousing podcast of anime conversation am i right my compares am i right my weebdom anywho uh yeah you can send us a message if you want did you like this podcast did you hate this podcast do you want to kill me do you want to drench me in sour blood and watch me drink it that's fine just send us an email at badanimepod at gmail.com or dm us on our instagram at bad anime pod all one word you can also find us on YouTube as bad anime and you can leave a comment on whatever video you want to leave a comment on. We'll read them all anyways. We don't care. I love you. Kiss kiss. Simple Equations Podcast Network.